Because that period there. Hold on. I ain't gonna lie, I don't like you man's energy. I'm I'm still like, you know, the, <laughs> I mean what you man was saying previously, like I'm still I'm bothered by it, innit? But let me just like explain something, can it? What you have to understand, yeah? Yeah, 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 What's going on, world? Welcome to episode 69 of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast with your boys, Peter. Yo. Mohammed. Yep. Myself, Yemi. It's the 69th episode, lads. What we doing? How we saying? Yeah, we're here, man. Hey, man. All glory to the most high. God is good all the time. All the time. God, God is good. Is good. Yeah, very, very oh. good. Very, very good. How's your week been, boys? It's been good, bro. Just working. Do you know what I mean? Just keeping busy with work. That's it, really. Pretty much the same, to be fair. Yeah. Mohammed? Same, man. I've been fasting. Ramadan. Uh, Ramadan Mubarak. I appreciate and all that good you. stuff. <laughs> you got it right this time. Say it again. We said Eid Mubarak first. <laughs> yo, yo, I was about to eat drinks. You know what it is? Oh, do you know what's follow, crazy? You know, you know what it is? I follow Peter's lead because I thought it was Ramadan Mubarak. Bro, I looked I like, at it. He said it. Yo, it took like, me a minute because I looked at it. I was like, these man are idiots, fam. <laughs> and it's the way you not said it with chest, Eid Mubarak. I'm like, nah, that's me. That was you me. might not know I need to fast first. Yeah, I follow <laughs> Peter's lead on that one. Yeah, no, 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 no. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, Ramadan Mubarak to you and to everybody else observing Ramadan as well. Yeah, my shot is all good. But yeah, it's been smooth, man. It's just been. It's a, a tricky one because I find it easy because I'm used to not eating. Mm. So it's just they, not eating, but it's the easiest part of that. It's mm. just the mentally trying to get right. You've been praying and stuff. Praying, yeah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. I've been praying, but it's just little stuff like swearing. Mm. Yo. You've been to mosque? Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to go, trying to go, trying yeah. to go. Try to go to Tarawih when I can, innit? So, mm. How often but, do you go? What, Tarawih? We'll speak about it after the pod. All right, cool. Because now I want to come. Come with me. Yeah, Honestly, cool. come with me. Yeah, I, um, yeah. We could try even arrange it for next week if you want. Yeah, damn, man. I'll even come south if you want. Yeah, there's cool. one in Brixton. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. There's a oh, mosque in Brixton. You want to come to south now, yeah? Yeah, no, because you know, I used to go to Brixton Mosque a lot growing up, college times. Mm. I used to be in Brixton Mosque red because some of my friends are reverts. Mm. There's a lot of reverts at that mosque. So I used to be in Brixton Mosque heavy. Oh, I think the, I know the one you're talking about. It's literally off the stage. It's like a house kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, I know yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what you're talking about. So that one we used to go regularly to drummer there when I was mm. uh, college times. So yeah, come through. Yeah. But yeah, I'm doing that, man. Ramadan's been good. I hear that, man. Shout out to Drake's, our cameraman Big behind yeah, the camera. Salute to Drake, salute to Drake. Always, always, yeah, always. See you earlier now, bugged out, I can't lie. Appreciate, for real. Appreciate you, bro. And we appreciate everybody for listening. Whether you're on Spotify, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, whether you're on Amazon Music, whether you're watching on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you very much. We started recently dropping visuals. So uh, if you're not on following us on YouTube or watching us on YouTube, please do. Can I shout someone out? Please do. Can I shout out the TikTok audience? Oh, and the gosh. reason being is we've put our recent Chief Keith debate on TikTok. Clearly, I'm with the people. So I appreciate you guys <laughs> for acknowledging Chief Keith. Yeah, legend. pretty much. Case closed. Yeah, pretty much when we posted that clip on our socials, the Chief Keith segment, it was very much overwhelmingly to the side of Chief Keith being a legend. Hey, what can I say? So everybody that said that, I mean, more power to you. Um, TikTok massive, the Instagram massive. I want to shout out one particular person that... Uh, you know, one of us knows that was very much on the Chief Keith train. Um, and yeah, shout out to her. Um, but yeah, very much. <laughs> thank you very much. It was one of the more divisive. Was completely uh, unnecessary. Yeah, was it? It was one of the more divisive um, topics that we've done. So uh, yeah, appreciate everybody's input on that one there. Yeah, salute and uh, yeah, uh, if you want to follow us on YouTube, type in Rams Like Dines podcast, follow us, helps us grow, you know, as a pod, as a YouTube channel, you know what I mean? And you get to see all of our reactions in 4K as well, which is always nice. Um, hey, man. Moving on now to what we've been listening to this week. I'll start with you, Peter. What have you been listening to? I mean, checked out um, Alex Isley and Jack Dine's new album, which is called Marigold, which is very, very dope, very sultry, smooth. 
it's nice music to play when you're having a little nightcap. You know what I mean? With a little sweet one and that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'll definitely recommend it, man, for the you know, romantic people out there. Mo, you need it in your life. I told you, bro. You need some love in your life. So I would recommend you check this album out. Shout out to all the sweet ones out there. You know what I mean? Um, I've been listening to um, a drummer, a jazz drummer called uh, Max Roach. He dropped an album called uh, Members Don't Get Wary. This was like back in, like, I feel like the 60s. It's a really dope album. Um, and I've been listening to Fela Kuti's album, Confusion, mm. which is, yeah, just fire. It's like 26, it's one song, yeah, 26 minutes of like just musical, like mastery. So yeah, that's, that's been me, man. Very dope. Mohammed, what about yourself? Um, I've been easy on music this week, I'll be honest with you, because of Ramadan. So I ain't really been looking, I, nah, I haven't been listening to music too, too much. I mm. went back to Big Conspiracy a lot. Okay. I went back to Big Conspiracy. But yeah, this week's been light for music just because... Well, you've been listening to uh, Pusha T and Jay-Z's yeah, yeah, collab, yeah, yeah, yeah. Neck and Wrist. Yep, 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 yep. I, you know what I mean? I just want to say Jay-Z's the GOAT. It's very evident, even though there's about to be a hater that's about to pipe up, and that's absolutely fair, because I don't think you've heard the song. No, I heard the song, yet. Cool, so I, the audience, I'll let you acknowledge who the hater is. But that, yeah, the verse was wavy. You don't like the verse. So this week on Twitter, there's been a whole thing where it's like, post your most cancelable tweet, whether it's like music take, yeah. or like food take, or whatever. So on the pod Twitter, I posted... That Jay-Z verse on neck and wrist is not the godly verse you think it is. Because while a good verse, I don't think it's his best. I think the the phase I'm on, love, is the same as the comedy sign I failed. Um, so he's very much relying on similar motifs, yeah. which is cool, fine, whatever. Um, I think generally the song is cool, but it's not like anything to like get me gassed or get but me it's excited. Not, it's, I'm not saying it's one of his greatest verses, but when LeBron drops 38, you're still, yo, LeBron mm. dropped 38, it's age. The fact that he's this old giving you this verse, that's what the gas is. But we know Jay-Z can do that though. But when he does it, I love it. Do you get what I mean? I think it's the novelty. When, he, when Jay-Z decides to come out and give you a verse and it's a verse that he's not half hide on, it's but, but, but I think it's the novelty of a Jay verse because you don't get that very often. So when we do get it and it's of a quality, people are going to go, about it. They should. And that's what I have an they issue they with. They should. Jay-Z deserves that kind of reaction in my opinion. But he's, he been, doing this, but he's been doing this his whole career, bro. And, and every time he comes out with a verse now, we should treasure it a bit more. That's my point. And I understand that. But I'm not about to give him brownie points just because. That's all. But you can give him a salute though. That's, that's all I I salute the verse, but I'm not- And I salute it I'm not creaming my pants about it. Did you salute it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not creaming my pants about it. That's all. Did you salute it? He didn't, he's a hater. Salute. It didn't really sound like it. Nah. Salute to Jay-Z. Based on what you were saying in the group chat, it sounded like- I said, it's said cool. It you thought it was, yeah. it sounded like you thought it was meaty. I, I said, I, I said, I said, it was cool, but not his best. Verse? I don't think it's a meaty verse, but I think it's a cool verse, but I don't think it's his best. But it won't be his best. But what I'm saying is everybody's acting like it is. That's fair. That's why I have an issue with it. Speaking of great verses, someone else dropped a great verse as well. Who? J. Cole. Oh yes, he dropped a collab with, uh, with with Bia yeah. um, on a song called London, yeah. which was set in London. Yeah. You know, Bia and J. Cole travel to London. They got Unknown T and they got a couple of models as backup dancers, all that good stuff, um, which was great. Listen, Unknown T was just in the video, in the background. Hey. And there were a couple of models that I know as well. You know, shout out to all of them, but they were just there, innit? Bia's verse was terrible and J. Cole's verse was was alright. But I couldn't get past I couldn't get past the uh, English accent. Oh, Cole spazzed on that. He, he was song, dropping man. English accent. Yo, Cole spazzed on it. It kind of jarred yeah. me, the English accent. Cole spazzed on that. You haven't heard it. He didn't spaz. Why would I do that? He didn't spaz. We've got three years on He didn't spaz. He didn't spaz. He didn't spaz. No, no. He spazzed on Johnny P's cattle. You said to he said he's just disrespectful. He goes, Why would I listen to that? Why would I listen to that? You wouldn't like it. I think I think personally Cole spazzed on that kind of I think Cole lost his head. He spazzed on Johnny P's caddy. He didn't spaz on London. 
personally. I think he swears on London, man. I think he got two arguably great verses from Cole. Oh, listen, salute to him. I think he should have won the Grammy, but we'll get into that. So what, he was doing an English accent? Nah, man. He just does a bit. Throughout. Throughout. It wasn't like constantly, but it was like peppered throughout. And Unknown T, by the way, um, tweeted J. Cole's going to be on his album. Did you believe that though? Um, I don't know why he will lie. That'll just be a bit corny. Like, if J. Cole's not on your album, like, you just look corny to me. I personally think, you know what I mean? I personally think his whole presence in that video was kind of corny because I feel like we're at a stage in the UK where we stand tall by ourselves as like entities. The minute like some so-so rapper called Bia and J. Cole, granted, one of the goats of the generation, come on, you're so quick to be in their video. Okay, you're so but, quick to do I, that. No, that they, I don't I, know, man. It now, reminds me of the whole Kanye and the whole grime scene being uh, backup dancers at the Brits. It doesn't, it rubs me up the wrong way. Um, but, now, if he's on Unknown T's album, was it worth it? Yes. All right, fair enough. 100%. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, not sure, I'm, I'm not sure he will be, but we'll see. Hey, man. So Plus, doesn't, John, doesn't J. Cole charge like 2,000 a word for a verse? A word? Something like that. I hey. read it somewhere. He's got every right to. But that being said, you never know. He just might show Unknown T love. He's never collabed with a UK artist. No, 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 listen, if he does, great. It'd be a great collab, yeah. I imagine. But I don't know, man. I have hey, an issue man. with like us just running to the nearest US, US star that comes to London and which being in their video. I, eh, just eh. Like, I feel you. <laughs> I mean, I feel you. It's very much like bend me over backwards. And anyway, I've been listening to, um, what I've been listening to? I've been listening to an EP by an artist called Shay. I've been listening, listen, I've been listening to, you, you admire the segue though. Anyway. <laughs> it was great. Um, it was great. <laughs> exactly. So I've been listening yeah. to an EP by an artist called Shay Universe. Uh, she's a London-based artist. She dropped an EP called Unorthodox, which is basically like when R&B and drill meet and become R and drill, which is basically like a subgenre of drill. Very, very dope. It's got Koji Radical on it. Um, it's got a couple others on it and it's really, really dope. She can sang and yeah, man, very dope. I recommend everybody check that out. I've also been listening to the new Cruel Santino album, which is called Subaru Boys Final Heaven. If you don't know Cruel Santino, he is a very dope um, Nigerian out artist, um, which is kind of like mystical, kind of like hip hop inspired slash alternative inspired kind of music. Mystical. It's kind of mystical. It's in danger. No, not That's that what kinda, I thought not at first. Kinda, really mystical, mystical versus C. Oh, okay. Mystical I thought that at first, but then the way he explained it, I was like, right, cool. no, but if you listen to it, you'll, you'll, you'll kind of get what I mean. Um, but yeah, very, very dope. Um, yeah, cool Santino, formerly known as Santi. He gave us songs like Freaky on his last one and um, Sparky. Very, very dope. So uh, check that out. And on the rap front, I've been listening to a kind of half beat tape slash um, not so much beat tape, uh, tape by a guy called Bliss. Um, he dropped a project called Raja's Son which is very, very dope. Um, Lo-fi kind of raw, underground sounding kind of production and stuff. That sounds so, like something Yemi would listen to. No, Yemi likes these under the underground type. Under the underground. Well. Under the Legit. underground, bruv. Railroad underground. Like, I respect I'm, it though. Bro. Someone's got to. Hey man, I will salute to you. Someone's got to. You know what I mean? Everybody, Nobody won't. Hey, listen. <laughs> it's not true. We out here applauding Meedy Jay-Z versus I'm here representing the underground. At least it's crazy, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been listening to. So uh, shout out to all those artists. So we're going to get on now to the first topic mm. and we're going to be talking about something that, you know, everybody likes to talk about when it comes to the season for award giving. We're going to talk about the Grammys. Um, the slap. Uh, no, I'm joking. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about the Grammys, uh, the very, our, our favorite award ceremony. So over the past weekend, I think it was last weekend, the Grammy Awards happened. Um, shout out to Tyler, the curator, who won the best rap album for Call Me If You Get Lost. 
And shout out to Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar for winning Best Rap Performance for Family Ties. Now, obviously, the Grammys are always going to be a source of contention for people who feel like, you know, their, their favorite artist should have won an award, whatever award it might be. And the conversation that I saw around Twitter following the Grammys, especially on the British side, was kind of like, when is British rap going to be acknowledged by the Grammys? We've done so much to kind of like, you know, be recognized and be acknowledged for that sort of thing, even with nominations or anything. So it kind of got me thinking, when will that happen? When will British rap, when will the UK rap scene be acknowledged by the Grammys and, you know, be not necessarily accepted, but, you know, for them to look at us and say, oh yeah, you lot are doing great things. You know, here's a nomination here, here's a nomination there, whatever. Um, and what are kind of the blockers kind of blocking that basically. But um, first things first, boys, what did you think of, you know, Tyler winning Best Rap Album and, you know, Baby Keem and Kendrick winning their Grammy as well? Um, I think I called it. I think, I'd, I think I had Family Ties of my song of the year. I think I had Tyler the Creator's album, yeah. Mm. Um, in hindsight, looking back, I think um, they got it right, surprisingly. First time ever. Well, not first Who time. else was nominated for an album? Uh, so it was J. Cody oh. Off Season, Drake Certified Lover Boy, Kanye West, Donda. Uh, did I say J. Cole? Yeah, yeah. Cole Off Season, Certified, by Lover, Certified Lover Boy, King's Disease 2, and Donda. I would have been happy with Cole or. Me was Tyler's album better than Cole's? That's what I'm saying. Between them two, I, I don't know if it was. I think they're talking to each other. I would have preferred Cole to win just because that album I went back to a lot more. Mm. Yeah. Um, plus, I think he deserved it. But I'm not mad at Tyler either, yeah. to be fair. Look, I go back to Cole's album way more. Same. I was just going off first time I listened to both. Mm. I wouldn't I be mad whoever wins it. Um, so they got it right. I'll give them that. But first time ever, I don't I don't congratulate them or anything for it. The amount of times he's like, got it wrong. Mm. I want to say salute to them. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's about time if you want me to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I think they got it right as well. Um, it's about time they started getting things right. Do you know what I mean? Nas had to wait how long before he um, won something? <sighs> I think this was his, his whole first career. performance ever on the Grammys as well. Yeah. So yeah, man, it took him long enough. So now I would say they got it right as well. I think Tyler's like works very hard, and I feel like creatively, within like the last like two three years, it seems like he's reached like he's creative apex in it. I feel like he's in like the form of his life. So it's nice to see him get recognition for that. Um, I think, did Igor get, um, did he win a Grammy for that as well? Igor won best rap album, but it was, there was a controversy around it because obviously it's not, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a rap album. Yeah, yeah. But he got pigeonholed in the rap album for reasons that we kind of already know that don't need to be expressed. Yeah. And he kind of called out the Grammys in that respect. And then he dropped a rapidly rap album and won best rap album. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I'm happy with it, man. Big up, Tyler. 100%, 100%. I was surprised at the Baby Kim thing, though. Oh, for real? Yeah, I was surprised. Who else was nominated for that? I don't actually know. Okay. I think, um, was J. Cole, um, Pride is the Devil? Pride, uh, yeah, Pride is the Devil. Yeah, Pride is the Devil wasn't nominated. I think Kanye West might have been up as well. I think that's always going to go to Family Ties, though. I think, I think, it, I think so as well. I cleared the song yeah. to me. Okay. Far, I, I, yeah. In my opinion, it was as well. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I was happy. I mean, I would have been happy with either Cole. To be fair, I would have been happy with Nas, Cole, or Tyler. Um, you know, so I'm happy that Tyler won. The uh, other two nominations were a joke, but we'll get into that. No, Donna deserved it. I don't think it did. And CLB, just because it broke so many records and streams streams so high, that's all the Grammys cares about. So it makes sense. No, I get it, but there's no way CLB is, was a top five. Rap album. No, it wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Depends like on even when ask. they get the award wins, right? The nominations yeah. are whack. Do you know what I mean? So De like, depends on who you ask. CLB was not a top five album. Depending, I don't care. And if you tell me wrong, then. Bro, you know how I feel about it. Yeah. 
Can you imagine what? Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't think it was. Yeah, it was. No, it was, it was and, I, and I really enjoyed a lot of songs off. Yeah, but, nah, but a top five album, bro. Like there's four from the UK that were better, but we're gonna get into that. Yeah, man. But if we're talking mainstream, and that's all we really rewards the Grammys. What what mainstream album was bigger than CLB? That dropped last year. Yeah, Dave's. Oh, that's a lovely segue. <laughs> lovely segue. Oh, you learning? Hey, um, I'm trying. No, you're right. You're right. To be fair, um, but again, it goes down to, you know, British rap. Obviously, it's on the rise. Um, it's not necessarily being. I mean, obviously, in this country, we've got the Brit Awards and the Mobos, and even the Brit Awards this year, they you know created the rap uh, category. So and and Dave's album won that. So I guess they're in that respect, they're kind of working on that and doing the work in that regard. Um, I guess it takes an extra Herculean effort to kind of be recognized on the other side of the pond, um, which you know is a shame, obviously, because we've been dropping some great albums. If you, even from like people like Stormzy, Dave, Jay Haas, Little Sims, Getz, Kano, like those are just a couple of names that you know since about 2015 onwards have just been dropping quality work that is worthy of any nomination, whether it's Grammys or whatever. But, you know, it doesn't seem as if the Grammys or, you know, those kind of institutions on, on, on the other side of the pond are really acknowledging us in that way. Um, why do we think that is? I mean, I'd be really surprised. Like, we keep it a buck, man. Like, our scene is still somewhat very national. It's not international. Um, and hip hop in itself is very elitist especially like, and pop culture, especially like over in America. Um, so it's not really a surprise that our scene and the albums coming from our scene are not going to be recognised for a Grammy. I don't expect them to until our artists get to a point where internationally they start really like making waves and that, then they won't be. Um, I think Skepta's probably like the one that probably could have done it around Konnichiwa times because I felt like he was dabbling in America as well. Um, but apart from that, regardless of how good our albums are, I don't expect them to make the waves, unfortunately. I think that's just the way popular culture is set up at the moment, man. It's driven by the States. Now, unless we have an artist that breaks there, then it won't happen, man. Yeah, you bring up a good point. I think the Grammys is just a microcosm of like the US music scene generally. As much as you say the Grammys are elitist, I also think generally America's very elitist as well. Look how long it took for them to acknowledge grime. Yeah. Look how long it took for them to acknowledge someone like you know, a gigs or people yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So it takes them a lot longer because they feel like, you know, they can't be better than us over there. They can't be any different to us. They are, they're like our sons basically. So that mentality is always going to carry through. Um, I don't know what it's going to take for these guys to become those kind of international superstars. Well, it's at least on the American side, because you could go to like Africa and you can go to all these other continents and they're probably very international. And they're yeah. probably very, very big. But I guess, to your point, like maybe the main blocker would be that kind of elitism and thinking that, you know, they can't be any better than us at what we gave to them sort of thing. Um, what do you think, Mo? Um, I can't see it happening anytime in the near future, like talking in the next 10, 15 years. And I think there's a number of reasons, but if we forget the Grammys for a sec, how long would we say we've been making UK rap music? The last, what, really properly the last, what, 20, 25 years? About 30 years. About 30? Yeah. yeah. And we've just now got a Brit Awards section for like the last, what, four or five that we've just been starting getting nominated for, nominated for Best Album. We wasn't getting nominated for Best Album at the Brit Awards till about recently. Mm. So if you think about art here, we're not mm. even getting nominated. Mm. The Grammys is going to take double. Do you know what I mean? Because we're still, it's like you said, we're still young here. We're still trying to get established here to start winning the awards here. 
if we weren't we weren't nominated for the Brit Awards or whatever, I didn't even so, know that. Do you know what I mean? I, I felt like I, I feel like we've just recently started winning the album of the year. Dave winning it or it doesn't feel. Like, I feel like Brit Awards have snubbed us for a very well, yeah. It's come. It's come. We, we weren't. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you at all. We weren't performing there until recently. So what? When I'm so solid in that we're performing, what? That was the Mobiles. Did they perform at the Brit Awards? I'd have to check that. Yeah, like, but even if they were, so Solid didn't win the album. Mm. Um, Home Sweet Home didn't win anything at the Brit Awards. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just, it's only now that we're making noise that we're charting. It's only now we started charting. As well. I think that's mad because Dizzy won the Mercury. But I don't think he won, did he win the Brit Awards? Yeah, but the Brit wasn't recognizing. Exactly. So think about that's it that mad. way. If, we was making, if we're just now getting recognition from the ends we're from, mm. why would Grammys look at us? Because mm. Grammys are most probably looking at as the smaller ones ain't even taking you a lot seriously. Yeah. So why, which they should be obviously, but we know what the reason is for that. Yeah. But if they're mostly looking at it, maybe if the Brit Awards ain't even nominating you guys, you, you can't sniff this award. And even to that, and I want to come back to your point, but even if you look at the Grammys generally, how many other international rappers are nominated for Grammys? Well, here's the thing. Every other category, you have like the best African music album. You have the best like Latin music album. You have all these kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, artists around the globe are kind of nominated. So, Maybe to that point, maybe there does need to be like international rap. In the same way that like the Mobile Wars and the Brit Wars, you know, honor the best international act. BT even done it. BT even do it. The Grammys don't necessarily do that, but they have their sections where they award certain aspects of the world, whether it's Asian or Latin or African or whatever. But it's not the same for kind of like rap. I suppose in that respect, there's a bit more work to do. With the UK, I think with like the likes of Dizzy winning the Mercury and, you know, you know Home Sweet Home being the classic that it is. At the time, because the wider British music industry didn't really understand what was going on, they were very much anomalies. They weren't necessarily the status quo. Yeah. Since about 2015, UK rap has been the status quo. That has been the force driving, you that know, was. everything, everything UK wise, you know, even outside of like whatever the wanted are doing or whatever. So it's like, it was undeniable. You couldn't not acknowledge them. And that's why they had to, but that's my point. It's only the last five years, the last yeah. six, seven years. Mm. There was no way the Grammys would look at us. So I think it's going to still take, it's only, I think it's only going to be within the next 15, 10, 15 years, mm. unless you get one artist that really does break through. How long has um, the UK rap slash grime scene been pop culture in the UK? I'll say the last five, six, if you really want me to be honest with you. Since oh. that's not me. So that's 2014. Yeah, 2014, okay. 15. Yeah, that's still quite. That's when all the Daves came out, mm. all of them really, the Jay Husses, that's mm. when. That's when we, I think, that's the first time I say we started charting. Mm. I say we started charting consistently from like 16, 17 onwards. And I mean like top five, top tens. Yeah. I think it was always consistent. You'll get some that will chart here and there. You'll get a chipmunk that might get a top three album or whoever. But now consistently when Dave drops, you know that's guy number one mm. or potentially. When Skepta, when Stormzy, whoever. So rather than blaming the Grammys, do we have to blame the infrastructures here? That's what I'm getting to. That's what I meant when I say they did it. The UK didn't even take us seriously. And, and when I say that, I mean, even with regards to their connections with America, because- They didn't push us. Yeah, and yeah, that, and if like, there was like um, a, a longer bridge between here and America, then maybe it brings more attention here, more light here, which means that more attention is being shown to some of the great arms that we're dropping. Potentially, but I also think to your original point, the US, regardless of that, is going to be very elitist. They're not going to think that a UK artist is going to do anything better than what a US artist could do, especially on the rap side. Um, so I think that has a lot to play. I think as far as like the UK acknowledging like the rap scene and the grime scene generally, yeah, it was a long time coming and it's still a lot of work to be done, but they've shown that they can do it and will do it. And a lot of it is to do with like 
who is actually in the academies and in the voting academies who are actually, you know, making the making the nominees like possible. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's and it's we're seeing that in the US as well. Like they you know, you have rappers and you have like entertainers part of the academy and stuff, and they're determining the nominees and stuff. So in that respect, it's kind of working. I suppose it takes an extra effort for them to look outside of their kind of like US bubble to what's going on outside of it, UK or wherever, to really see change, I imagine. Which I don't think we're gonna It's see. quite interesting as well, because like we've, we've influenced America as well, even as far as like the drill shit. Even though I don't fuck with it, you can't escape our influence over there. So it's even surprising that our scene doesn't have more eyes than it does, because clearly we're influencing what's going on over there as well. Yeah, but they don't. I think it's the beginning though. I think this US drill thing, this US UK drill, it's just the beginning. Like obviously you had, you know, Giggs is popular in in the US. Skepta was popular in the US for a little bit. I don't know if he still is. Um, I imagine Dave, Stormzy, all those people. They knew a few of them. Yeah, exactly. I I imagine, yeah, I imagine, I imagine there are pockets of fan base for all these artists there, but there isn't like a general, like national, like, oh yeah, I fuck with this guy. Mm. So I think we're at the beginning stages of that now with this US drill thing. It might not necessarily be the result of the fact that we were doing so well and it's only now that people are starting to mess with us. They've only just started looking looking at what we're doing because they're actually borrowing from what we're doing, mm. sort of thing. And that's where they have to kind of look and think, okay, yeah, UK's on some stuff. Mm. Rather than, you know, they probably still think grime is hip hop. Yeah, true. So that in itself is a mentality that means that, you know, it's going to be hard for us to be acknowledged for stuff that we've kind of originated. It's quite interesting because like, I feel like even if we look at other genres of music, it hasn't had the same difficulty with penetrating popular culture over there. Because even if you look at someone like Amy Winehouse, bruv, what she did like vibrated like everywhere. Yeah, but it's and, different. It's and, different and, different. and America caught onto that very quickly. But it's different. And we've been doing that, even like Sade in that. Do you know what I mean? We've been, we've been doing that shit. So why is it that our rap grime scene is taking longer to penetrate over there? Because it's, you could argue it's similar. We're rapping in a different accent. Amy Winehouse yeah. singing in a different accent. But I think you could argue it's a similar sort of thing. But I think we, American rap fans are rap fans in general are different compared yeah. to yeah, are they different to yeah, to your everyday fan soul fans? I don't know. I don't listen to soul, but I'm saying you need to. Okay, that's another. Need some soul in your life. We'll talk about it on another point. <laughs> Open up them chakras. <laughs> I'm at Naruto fan. <laughs> the real fans will get that. But my point being, um, in terms of the way rap fans are, mm. especially in America, they're very arrogant. Mm. So little stuff like that accent will put them off listening mm. to us. Mm. Whereas we've if you're listening to I think it's White getting House, better though, man. It's now, I've, I've heard no, Ebro talk about Only they... now though, only now. Mm. Yeah, we, a, we've only now started getting to Hot 97. Yeah. There's it's a different a, type of pride with UK, uh, with US rap fans yeah. as opposed to like, soul yeah, fans or R&B fans. I think with soul and R&B fans, they just like what they like. And if they hear something that they gravitate, then they gravitate towards, whether you're like Peruvian or British or whatever, that's what it is. Mm. When it comes to you to rap, again, and you could talk about that's this- That's sad but, though, bro. You could even talk- if you look at rock, bruv, like Coldplay, fucking, how many Grammys they got? Or even nominations, bruv. Yeah, but why is it they're our, worldwide? Yeah. Why is yeah. it our genre where there's we put those barriers in place? We don't. Inherently, it's a, a competition. It's a bigger. Or when I say we, I mean like. I we, think it's a bigger competition, though. I don't think it's as easy as. I think also what gets pushed is different. Okay. The money that gets pumped behind a Coldplay and all of them like, was different to what would get pumped behind a Wiley and a Skepta back in the okay. day. You're okay. hearing. Coldplay play out there. You're hearing Amy Winehouse play. But inherent, but These men in- don't have the money behind them. They've barely got the money to keep up with UK. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Their sole focus wasn't to go over there. They're just trying to conquer UK. Mm. So I think that's, but I think the pushing also is different. But I also feel, right yeah, sorry. No, you're good. But inherently, I also feel like the sense of competition in rap is like in a way that it's felt no other genre. Mm. Like Marvin Gaye wasn't competing with his contemporaries at the time. Whereas 
Nas and Jay. Oh no, he was. But, yeah, but not he in the same way. He was. Teddy Pendergrass, when he was making his album, was like, yo, I'm trying to make better shit than Marvin. Not in the same when way. And Marvin first won his Grammy, he was looking at Rick James and them man like, yeah, now what? Not in the same way though. Like, yeah, not in the same way. <laughs> That's all I was trying to say. <laughs> not in the same way. I'm just as sus as you guys. <laughs> they know about Marvin Gaye. Um, they did not yeah. know Marvin Gaye Teddy Pendergrass were watching each other like. No, to be fair, I didn't know that. Only a historian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Only a, yeah. <laughs> what we here, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, Teddy Pendergrass had, oh, <laughs> Listen, man. All those facts you can hear on uh, Peter's as yet uncom- upcoming spin-off podcast. Hey, yeah, man, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the knowledge he just dropped. <laughs> Who else did Marvin Gaye have beef with? Hey, man, quite a few, man. His dad. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah, me, man. <laughs> no, I've got to edit that out, man. No, you don't. <laughs> that was awful. I generally, I, I thought I was, hey man. It's true. Hey, I, I, hey. Man, I, it's hey. true. Hey, you, you pulled up on that <laughs> one. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, you pulled up on 40 on that one. I give you that, bro. Thank oh, you, Anthony in this. Anyway, Hall of Fame. Um, listen, only. the sense of competition in rap is so much greater. Um, and again, US more time are not going to admit that someone else from another country is doing better than what they're doing. 1,000%. So that is always going to fit into it. I don't know where this sense of competition comes from rap. I guess it's just from like, the way it's, it's just in this DNA, really. Yeah. So, Sorry, can I just say go look how long it took for the South to conquer rap in America. Mm. And that was nothing but New York's arrogance of, no, we can't listen to South artists. Mm. Imagine how they feel about someone from a whole other country. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's it's a microcosm of that. Look how they talk that. So mm. I think that's what it is with us. They are only now thinking, all right, let's just give it a chance. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. We've been making better music for like the last decade, but that's another We can talk about it. We could argue. Actually, I don't know recently, but like, I think there was, well, who, I well, think there was a solid eight year run was making better. I don't know how many artists last year dropped better albums than Little Sims. And Dave. And Getz. Little Sims. Yeah. And, Getz. and Getz. I generally, yeah, for the last seven, eight years, we've consistently been better in America. It's a new artist. All Take right. away the Coles, the Drakes, the whoever's come from 2012 onwards. They're not talking to us. Give me some of your Grammy worthy British albums. The last time many years. Jay Huss, Common Sense. Common Sense. Little yeah. Sims, Grey Area. Big Conspiracy. Sims, Simi. Big Conspiracy for me. Hoodies, All Summer Kano. Depending on how far back you want to go to Home Sweet Home. I think get, Gets deserved. And gets would have, Yeah, nomination. I would have given him that. You got any? Konnichiwa. Psychodrama Dave, just purely because of how young he is and what he's talking about. And if we're talking right now, I'll say Koji Radical's album so far to me, 2020 is the best. Grammy worthy, yeah. So far, there's not been a bad album, UK or England for me. No, I agree with you guys. I would have said conflict of, in- conflict of interest gets yep. uh, Simbi, Little Sims, um, Dave Cycle Drama, J Hus, Common Sense, and Kano, Hoodies All Summer, and Big Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot. I mean, just for what it did, um, Gang Signs and Prayer, Stormzy, you could say that as well. Um, there's loads, man. Yeah. There's actually yeah. loads, especially over the last like half decade anyway. I'd probably say from like 2017 onwards, you've got like a Grammy-worthy album, British album, every year. Yeah. If one not, or two, at least. These lot gave it to, in 2019, sorry, segue. These lot gave in 2019 to Cardi B, Invasion of, Invasion of Privacy. We know what Who that was. Who else was nominated? Just say one album. We know what that was, That's a victory lap. We know what victory that was, lap. Oh, yeah. And then Pusha D-Day Turner as well. Mm. And Astro Ward. Yeah, but we know that. We know what the, car, what the Grammys reward. Like, Invasion of Privacy broke every record. Was yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Cardi B was a superstar. They gave it. Always going to get that Grammy. They gave it to Marshall Mathers. Bro, Meg didn't, didn't Meg the Stallion win like Best New Artist last year? Yeah. Come on, man. Michael Moore won it over Kendrick Lamar. We know that. Drake Take Care won a Grammy. Travesty. I didn't even know that, did you? No. Who else was nominated though? Uh, Food and Liquor. To Dude. Nas, Life is Good. Rick Ross, God Forgives, I Don't. The Roots. Ooh. Undone. Won a great year, to be fair. 
I would I'll give it yeah, to I'll take, I think take care deserves I'll give yeah, it, it to God. Great. I'll give it to God forgives I don't. God forgives I don't was yeah. good though. I'll give it to God forgives. I would give it straight. Dark Twisted Fantasies fan. Recovery won it in twenty eleven. We know what that is. Yeah. We know what that is, bro. Yeah, yeah we know what it's, it is. It's it's in plain sight. Relapse won it in twenty ten. Yeah, the Grammys are racist. I'll say for all of us, man. <laughs> I wouldn't say all that. I'll say for all of us. I wouldn't say okay, all they've that. They've got a history of looking tricky. They look shady. They look at what an album does rather than like, commercially rather than yeah, what Yeah, I think culture. it's just as simple as that's that. literally I, I hear you, but I also think when you give it to a Macklemore and an Eminem and an Eminem and a Macklemore, I don't think it's as obvious as what sold because Macklemore didn't sell that much compared to what Ooh. got nominated. Yes, he did, bro. Kendrick sold more than him. No, he didn't. That yeah, their album, I'll check right now. I guarantee Kendrick sold Raw Week bro. first week album. I guarantee M- Macklemore's week. album was like the biggest album that year, bro. Let me check. Thrift Shop can't hold us. I'll be honest with you, bro. Bangers, by the way. Uh, give, let's see what he done first week. Commercial. First week, you sound like as. So first week he done. You, right, sound, cool. you sound like harsh. Right, cool, you, yeah. harsh you sound like harsh right. reality. No, as of February, shout out to as. Right, as of February, he sold one point five mil, five million copies. Say that again. He sold one point five million copies as of February. Kendrick. Yeah, no, your Michael boy, Michael Moore. My boy. Kendrick. Kendrick. Let's check right here. Give me two seconds. This is first week. Nah, just as of February. Okay. Kendrick sold. First week alone, done 242,000. Um, 242, yeah. <laughs> in his first week alone. So 1.5 million. No, no, no. I'll tell you what. No, Macklemore in his first week done 100,000. I thought you said 1.5. That was as of February 2016. So oh. That was like two years later. Wait, wait, wait. So this was first week Kendrick versus first week Macklemore. No, or first or week more? Macklemore was 78,000. First week Kendrick was 242. Okay. So what about overall? I don't know, man. That's, that's where he just bugs out. Okay, so as of... 2016, 1.5 But my point being is, Kendrick definitely outsold him that year mm. and he gave it to Macklemore. It's got nothing to do with Buzz. Mm. It's all one thing. I'm not going to I'm not gonna I, blame it solely on that though. I think I'm not putting it solely on I, that though. I hear you, but I think- Because he had the big singles as well. He had Thrift Shop, he had Can't Hold Us, he had Same Love. He was never going to lose a Grammy talking about Same Love when he was talking about that song. Like Gay Love. If a, if a black person makes Same Love, is he winning a Grammy over Kendrick? Or do you look at just black people? Nominated. I hear what you're saying. I don't know. Do you get what I mean though? I think if a black person makes that song, they'll look at it as, ah, oh, these are just two black people we could pick from. When a Macklemore does it, it's different for them. Yeah, I'm not saying. Uh, uh, I don't know, Mo. I'm not Maybe saying this. Fish stuff and yeah, I think you're slightly reaching, I don't know. You're reaching a bit. Hey, man. <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah, I mean, all these establishments don't really. Yeah, that's us. all I'm saying. But I don't think in this case we can say that. Okay, I hear it's you. Racist. When Eminem wins it every album he drops, I don't think that's anything else but. What's in your face? I think that's more so based on popularity and numbers, isn't it? I don't think that's... And where did he get that from? <sighs> <sighs> what do you mean, where did he get it? I just want to get to the... I don't know. But it felt like he felt it. <laughs> yeah. In, 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 Mo's, in Mo's twisted world, it's race, but cool. It's not race. It's just, I think a big part, a big portion of it was race. It looks like they've kind of... Look at the moon. Right now. Yeah. Cool. Um, Allegedly. I mean, listen, it is what it is. Like, where I stayed in this country where... You know, I even our awards ceremonies are starting to catch up. Maybe the Grammys will, maybe they won't. But either way, the Grammys are not going to define how successful we are and what success means to us. Obviously, it would be nice. And that's the thing with the Grammys and awards. It's always going to be nice if you win it and you're nominated. It doesn't mean anything. It'll always be nice. If you had to predict, just predict, just to wrap it up, how long before we get nominated for best rap album? In the Grammys? Just a prior year. I think it, in the it, next... It could, be, it could be like 10 years, bro. I think within the next decade. Alright, cool. I'll see. I think we've been. It'll be ten years. Because George Smith was a nominated best new artist. So, George Smith. I think that's different, though, isn't it? Yeah. It might be, but they're looking. They're watching. Alright, they're watching. Well, hopefully, we deserve it. 
We've been deserved. Well, I'm not going to say shout out the Grammys, but I was about to shout out to <laughs> shout out to Tyler the Creator and shout out to Baby Kim and Kendrick. That's what I'll say. And Cole, and all the rap nominees as well. Okay, not Drake, but yeah, <laughs> uh, we move. We're going to move on now to the second topic, and we're going to be talking about a much loved UK collective. Um, UK heads know. We're going to be talking about the group called The Movement. Um, the Movement, which consisted of Getz, Wretch Free 2, Devlin, Scorcher, and Merxton. Um, one of the more interesting groups slash collectives in, in UK history in that, you know, they were a brotherhood, they were a community of, of rappers, elite MCs that, you know, collabed with each other a lot, dropped songs together, but never dropped a project, right? They did a mixtape, Tempo Specialists, but, but not, not an official, official project. Not an official no. album. All right, cool. So we've only got the one mixtape to their name, right? Now, obviously we've been thinking, um, because they're such a celebrated collective in, in UK grime and UK rap generally, um, why it never really materialized into a full-scale group outside of the one project. Um, I know Mo's going to have fun with this because obviously it's his goal and a couple of other... I don't want you to first. I mean, I ain't got much to say, to be fair. Oh, you're a hater, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. Those roll deep, so we went away. Do you believe that? <laughs> no. I mean... So you just say shit for the day. <laughs> um, but it's cool. But it's cool. But um, yeah, I guess what we want to do now is just talk about the movement, man. And just know how good they were and why I never materialized into, you know, a group that's lasting to this very day. Can I ask a question? Yeah, sorry. Were they ever really a group? I looked at as a collective growing up. Like okay, I looked... came up. Okay, with that being said, break down the difference between a group and a collective. I look at a group outside. Do you want to go? I'd say a group is a um, a collect well, a collection of rappers that you that came into the game together as a group, as a certified group. In the same way that Tribe and Dela came out as a group, rather than a collective being like a collection of MCs who were solo MCs that then came together and more often than not loosely collaborated and you know kind of kept it that way. It was that's, very very loose. That's the movement. That's, yeah. that's the movement, man. I think based on that they were never really a group in it. So I think it was, maybe it was just because of how sick they all uh, all were lyrically and individually that we wanted more from them, but they were never really a group. Yeah, I, never so I, don't, I don't really understand why we Classic. expected them to stay together and make albums together. Because of how good they were individually. And I think it's more just a want than mm. expectation. Yeah, I think it's the excitement of like five top tier MCs coming together and, you know, collabing on each other's songs and stuff and wanting more, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I think the best example of a collective that became a group that then fell apart was Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse was a group, they mm -hmm. became a group and then obviously they were collaborating together before, became a group and they did albums and stuff. It's now gone tits up, but you know, we won't talk about that one. <laughs> and you know, it is what it is. Whereas with the collect uh, with the movement, I agree, they were never a group because I suppose it was never, well, I don't know actually, but it doesn't seem as if it was ever like really set in stone that they were gonna be like this group of MCs that come together as a super group and just, you know, take the game over really. Yeah. It just seemed more so of like these loose collaborations, you know, 
sets on Fuck Radio, which was like a famous um, radio s- uh, station in North London, right? Yep. Cool. Uh, memorable, gets, you know, chip, movement, freestyles on that station. And then obviously the tape as well. When did the tape come out? I think 2006. Yeah, around 2006. Yeah. Oh, wow. 2006. Wow, back. Yeah, they were early. Um, I remember, for, do you know what's crazy? So I remember hearing Stormzy, I'm Stormzy. I remember hearing Scorch had Wretch's name a lot. Mm. I didn't hear about Getz. The first time I heard about Getz was in the movement. So See, I heard about Getz first. Oh, for real? Yeah. I, knew I, didn't, I didn't know about I, yeah, I knew about Getz first. Yeah. I, knew about, I knew about Wretch, I knew about Scorcher, but I never knew Getz. Mm. And then I saw Getz on, one of the first times I actually saw Wretch, one of the first times before that I really put face to name was, do you remember the freestyle you had with Wiley and the man mm. outside? Mm-hmm. That was one of the first times. I was, Risky roads. Yeah, I was like, classic. Okay, now it makes sense. Yeah, and you just hear him barring out. But if we speak about it, what they potentially could have been, I think it could have been one of the greatest we've ever had. One of the greatest collective groups, whichever way you want to point, we've ever had. Is when you put four and a half good, amazing rappers together. Four and a half. Hey man, I don't want to disrespect someone, but when you put four and a half amazing rappers together, Devlin was ill. What are you talking about? Who? who, who Devlin was ill. If you, bro. if you rank the rappers, who would you say is last? Devlin. Nah. Who would you say is last? I'm not saying Devlin. Man. Devlin say, De- yeah, last? but that, that don't mean that Devlin wasn't ill. I think it speaks to more the caliber of people that he was around. Uh, Merkston. What? Merkston's last. Nah. <laughs> 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 I just want to come nah, we ain't there that, Merks, man. Yeah, me, respect, please, bro. Respectfully, Merkston is last. I'm sorry. Bro, do you know, like, do you know Merkston, like, he influenced a lot with that Skippy flow, you know? And he did, he might he probably does it the best if we want to keep it a buck. I think Devlin's a better MC than Merkston. <sighs> I think Devlin's an amazing MC. Oh no. An amazing MC. Yeah. He's a great MC for sure. I never got it with Devlin. Nah, the Devlin's nice. I never got it with Devlin. Devlin's nice, bro. I never got it with Devlin. Yeah, yeah but that's because he's white. Don't, can you not stop putting that in the air, bro? Let's keep it You literally though. said four and a half MCs, bro. I, yo, I apologies. I just never got if it If Devlin was black, you'd be saying other shit. You reckon? Yeah. Well, he's not. So four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> bro, have you heard his his his, his son for why the extra extra? I'll be honest with you. Bro. Devlin's nice. I'll be honest with you. I never listened to Devlin. I'll be Fair completely honest. I've never tried with Devlin. So I take now listen. His but, recent history has been sullied by his like views on Brexit and shit. Yeah. But outside of that, he's a run, he's a rapper's rapper. Yes, man. Right, oh, Merkson was ill though. But he's no, still ill. Hundred percent. But I don't think he was better. Then he dropped like, his Devlin. top tier album like what was it last year or the year before? No one knows. I don't think he was better than Devlin. No one knows. No, Merkson's nice. No one knows he dropped that album. Oh, Max? Yeah. No, don't do that. Right, I still need to listen to it. It's fire. It's, it's fire. fire. Yeah, man. Right, it's cool. fire. But yeah, back to my point. I think I think it could have been one of the greatest groups of all time. Um, when they when it's weird because when they split up, I th- it was already kind of been done. Does that make sense? Mm. I don't think they needed to announce anything. No, they didn't. Yeah. Because people already heard whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I think it could have been one of the goats, man. Honestly, when mm. you've got, I thought Scorcher to me, Reg was always a lyricist. But Scorcher's name was buzzing differently. Yeah, like yeah. differently. As a Scor- producer as well. Yeah. Scorcher was the name that you kept. I've generally out of all of them, more so than Getz, more so than Skepta, and Skepta, uh, more so than Rich, his name was always the one that you would hear. Yeah. So it's a shame, isn't it? What, in, the st- in the streets, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. obviously you're from Tottenham. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Then Scorcher was the one. Mm. Scorcher was the one. Scorcher was the one that if you're walking past, you would hear people spitting. Yeah. That like, Scorcher was the one that was meant to be out of here. Mm. And then obviously got locked up or whatever, mm. but yeah, I think he he felt I think he felt it the most. I think the group breaking up the if if I'd say who it affected individually the most yeah. and where they could have gone, I would say Scorcher. Uh, no, I don't. But it's also a personal left as well. But I don't think so. I don't. I don't think the group. You think if they stayed together, Scorcher? Was, I think Scorcher would have been out of here. 
Um, Do you get what I mean? Nah, man. Because they've all individually still had great success. And I think Scorch is the only one that's kind of... Yeah, but Scorch didn't rely... It wasn't a case of the reason why his career didn't go the way it went was because the group derailed. I don't yeah, think it was, it was that. Person. Scorch was already dealing with his own legal yeah, problems that's and that's and yeah. the street shit. And that's what derailed him. If the group stayed together, he was still going to get into his... I think you can't... You, you weren't going to no, escape the street he, stuff. If he stayed together mm. and say when he went prison or whatever and come back out, yeah. if they were still together and yeah. he gets his... Name is as hot as it is, mm. and Wretch is as hot as it is. Mm. I'm saying if you've, but they now, were though, yeah, maybe not a, as a group, but individually. Yeah, but that's my point. And say they were still a group, you've now got Scorcher coming back to that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Rather than him trying to build it all back up again. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. I said if they were all together, when Scorcher comes out, he can latch on to get and Wretch, not latch on, but cool. We're now going to push Scorcher. Yeah. But whereas when he come back out, I've got to build all of this. Again. So basically, the movement would have been a platform for Scorcher. Exactly. 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 And I think obviously when they split up, he come back out. He has to build it all again. That's why I say it affects him the most. But you know why I counted that? Because individually they were still hot. So whether whenever Scorcher was going in and out of prison or whatever, yeah, he still was collaborating with these men. So he still could have latched onto the hotness. I don't think it like them being together as an actual group. I don't think that's like a definitive. I, I hear in chart. Not, you know what I mean? Real rebuilding yeah. what he was. Because he had other stuff going on. Yeah, do you know No, what I, mean? I understand I why he didn't do it. Obviously, mm. we all do. I'm just saying, I think if he did. No, but what I'm saying is that like he was still collabing with them, man, even when he came back out. Oh, that's fair. Do you know what I mean? And them man was still as hot as they were. They weren't a group. They were still just doing loose collabs and they were still hot. So whether they were together or not, Scorch was always whatever happened with Scorch was destined. It was gonna it was be what happen, it was gonna yeah, be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um but I, I don't know, man. I don't know how far the movement would have gone, man. I think. To me, I look at them as like the first like UK super group. You know I mean, we see all these like groups in America that all these like great groups and stuff that, you know, have been like, manufactured and they, they, weren't, they didn't necessarily come into the industry as a group, but they were you know, put together and stuff. As I see the movement. So I don't think it ever would have lasted that long anyway, man, because I feel like- That's what super them, are, Yeah, them individually were just gonna go on their own great paths as it was, man. So it was never something that was gonna last for a long time, but um, had they had a couple of albums, who knows what would have happened, man? I think it would have been really, really good for him. I think um, you have to also remember Merckx went to prison too. Yeah. So what would that have done to the yeah, group? Yeah. They wouldn't have really been together because Scorch was having these legal problems. Merckx. So was Merckx then. Yeah. So you really only would have had Devlin, Wretch, and Getz holding down a fault. No, I hate so you it. don't really have a group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I that's do you know what I mean? So that's why I, I count. I, I, no, no, I understand. Do you understand know what I mean? I include that in like my thought with regards to whether they would have really been a group anyway and so, whether they really would have stuck around. So it's essentially the fact that they weren't able to really thrive as a group was because of things that were outside of music. Yeah. That's that's yeah, that's yeah. all it was. Majority of it anyway. Yeah. Majority yeah, of it was all their issues were outside of music. When, when was the last time the Moop, the five members collabed together on a track? All five? All five. <sighs> Brav. Oh, it's been a very long time. Long time. I think the last time yeah, they were all together was the um, the free. Oh, seven away. No, no, seven. Away. Was the free? When did they do the freestyle session at um, Charlie Sloth? Was that seven years ago? Yeah, that was. Like, I think that was the last time they were I thought you all made, together. Sorry, made a track together. You mean just all no, together? I just spent generally. Yeah, yeah I think it was around them time. Track. So, so like twenty fifteen, twenty fourteen yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, around them time. That's a long time, man. Yeah, right. If they stayed together, it would have been. It's the perfect way to do it was super group. Mm. They were generally a, that when I was growing up. That was it. Like mm. we didn't. I don't think be. Because BBK was always there, but they always had they always had the the shorties or whoever in the group mm. that we know what they are. When you've got a rapper, when all of these men are rapping, yeah, there was different. Oh, it was different. I think it would have pushed different. a lot of people's pens. Though. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It was different because you, you got people pens. that can rap. And yeah. I slightly think we would have got more groups as well. I think I think more groups would have come out and tried to do what they were doing and maybe rival them in a sense. And I think it just would have pushed a lot of people to be better. Do you think 
because obviously grime went a certain way towards the end of the the noise and stuff um and the movement were probably at their at their prime as a group or collective around like 07 08 those times do you think to that point do you think they would have really survived in that climate because obviously it was going poppy, tiny, tinchy and all that. Would they have survived with the real bars and stuff? Um, yeah. I was thinking about it as well because who knows what, what would they have done though? Would they have done gram? Would they have done rap? Because they started off gram and then they started deviating more into rap. And they so could, they so could, what would they have done? They could do both. Yeah, but I prefer them on gram. But they could rap as well. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it could, they would seamlessly, I think, would have flown through it. I'll be honest with you. I mean, Reg did it, didn't he? Yeah. You're damn right, he did. Tractor. But they probably... <laughs> did they you like that song? I did. <laughs> I think they probably would have just maybe attempted to follow what the industry was doing. And I think they would have made a couple that. pop songs, by the way. Yeah, because yeah. I think a lot of them did it individually. That would have diluted them then, right? Imagine five barers all doing the same pop tune. Did the slot has, has to do with my uh, life? Yeah, what? but then did you could- The slot has to do with my life. Yeah. <laughs> and what, did you like it? Yuck. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that exactly. song was yuck. Yeah, but then, but then you could also argue that they would have been at a point where their pull would have been so strong that the industry may not have attempted to fall down the road of being poppy. They could have- upheld a certain level of integrity and the music that they produced could have been enough to where other artists felt compelled to stick with it. Maybe. But I also think of like the people who were dropping pop at the time, like Wiley and people like that. Where are my Rolex? As soon as where are my Rolex and Dizzy as well. Where are my Rolex and Dance With Me? As soon as they drop, it's pretty much over because those are the two biggest names. Yeah, but that happened because no one else was there to Take continue like, to challenge them artistically. They thought, you know what? No one's really doing nothing else. I think no, one's made, no one's making no, no one's making P? no P. No one's making no music. P. I think they were challenging that, Wiley though. P. I think regardless, that was going to happen though. I think that route was always going to get taken, no matter who's there. I think a pop route. I, was, know, I, I think that. I think so. Too. I think I was, no, you know I why? Because so regardless, we Kano, weren't, we were making money then. They were always going to go. Really? This is the girl. This is the girl's pop. Yeah, but that's in line with brown eyes, though. I don't think that's. Yo, Kano this is the girl. Yo, this is the girl. Craig David. I said this is the Craig David. Craig So what was brown eyes? Was brown eyes pop? No. Brown eyes wasn't pop because it wasn't it wasn't the same tempo. Yo, this is the girl I think I it was want. in line with Yo, Kane's this personality. This guy ever started screaming, this is the girl I want. Nah, that's pop. <laughs> so wait, it was a coincidence oh, that oh. it was going poppy at the time and that's when he was dropping it. They oh, all done no, it. No, 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 hold on, hold oh, on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Kano, when he dropped This Is the Girl, I don't think that was like him following what the music industry or the direction that he felt like the other in his heart. I think that's what he was just doing. Because it's in line with him doing brown eyes. Bro, no. So it's a coincidence. No, yeah. this is the girl was that was not this is the girl I want was not a coincidence. What do you that mean? was a made radio song. That was a made pop song. It's a radio song. Yeah, but that's not Kane trying to be pop. I think this is the girl. I don't think that's him trying to be pop. I I think th when you make a this radio song, I think. why are they different? Because for me, the tempo of this is the girl, it's a lot more like the kind of electro kind of pop stuff you would hear around the time, especially with the Craig David feature. Brown Eye still had a little bit of edge to it, I feel like. This it wasn't necessarily as poppy, I don't think. This is the girl I want. This is the girl. That beat is horrible. So wait, when that's he, a when, okay, but when I'm radio saying radio song to me, when that, I'm, he that was he was that was a yeah. attempted radio. Okay, song but when I'm when I'm talking about being poppy, I'm also referring to um, the content as well as the sound. It sounds like you're referring to the sound. I'm I'm just, yeah, sound. I'm just talking the sound. I'm just sound. I'm just talking I'm the sound. sound. Just sound. I don't I don't I don't think that was Kane trying to be poppy. I think I think, it I think it's in the same vein as Brown Eyes. I think it was. It doesn't have to be wearing. It doesn't have to be Rolex suite. For it to be of pop. course it does. No, because it's also a sound. So what? Like, making but, songs. But, 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 so we're making songs for the girls. Is that poppy? Depending on the can song. be. Depending on the song. It can, it can be. be poppy. Depending I don't, on the I don't song. Know. And if you if you if you compare this is the girl to Rolex sweep, not that different. Is own it poppy? Nah, it's not, yo, yo. it's not that different, bro. It's not that different, bro. It's not that different. Listen to them again. It's not that different. Own it poppy. Is own it and pop. Own it. Yeah. What tune is that? Stormzy. How's it go? It's Afrobeat pop. Afro pop. It's pop. The win it. It's Afro pop. 
don't know. Man. Own it with Ed Sheeran and Burnham. You ain't putting this is the girl in the same sentences, Rolex sweep. We can though. I'm not though. That's my point. I'm saying it's two different pop stores. It doesn't have to be the same. I think we can though. Well, pop is a pop song. Okay, cool. This is the girl. Nonetheless, though, I still think like had the movement done their thing, who knows what how the scene would have looked. Yeah, it, it, it definitely would have been stronger. Yeah, man. You yeah, it and, been I think, and I think we would have got some great like posse cuts. If they done a mixed, if they done an album together, hundred percent. And, and, and as they were getting older, they were only getting better as well as artists as MCs. Um, it just would have been dope, man. But you know, on the flip side, it could have been really bad. They could have made some really bad music. You know, when Getz was attempting to go pop with um, um, Skadoosh and um, Yuck. Um, what's the other tune he had? He had another tune. Skadoosh. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. He had another pop tune in it, but. Top three selected. It could have been something that it could have been something that the whole collective would have done together, and it just would have made some. That would have been hot again. That, that yeah, would have yeah, been yeah. bad. <laughs> Imagine all of them making a pop song. I don't think they would have done it though. Five MCs trying to do a pop song. I don't think together. five of them would have made a pop song together. <laughs> I think they're better than that. It would have <laughs> been like it would have been like Roll Deep's like crappy attempts. At yeah, pop, you know I, I mean? hated their attempts. Mm. Yeah, um, but I think yeah. Now nah, they're not. I don't think they would have all five would. Nah, this, that would be yuck. Mm. All five on a pop song. Mm. Go, go away. But so. I genuinely think like the movement, other than the bars as a group or collective, whatever you want to call it, didn't really have much of an identity mm. other than just being like five bars that came together to just yep. rap. So in that- That is their identity. That's all you need. Is it? Depends well, on well, how far, okay, so far you're trying, you trying to get to. Well, I mean, clearly they we didn't think, but Sorry. I mean, clearly they weren't that committed to the idea. That's why they didn't do a whole lot. So what were their identities individually? Like what's Getz's identity? You see him as a barsman, right? Yeah, as a bar. Scorch, same thing. Merkston, same thing. Devlin, same thing. Yeah. yeah, but why didn't they come together then behind that? Behind that, more more long term. Because it's like how many different personalities? Because of politics. Groups. How do you know? You know how hard it is for like groups to do a thing, man. Come on. It's not that hard. I think it is, man. Considering that these men were already on their own individual yeah, journey, but that's what I'm saying. And it speaks to more so them being a collective than a group. But yeah, I, yeah. I think it was always going to be tough, though, man. I think, I think again, but again, it goes back to the definition. If we're talking about them being a collective, it's always going to be harder for collectives. Groups do very well. Yeah. Like even whether they break up or not, they do very well. Collectives, it's a lot harder because there's not that responsibility to be around each other 24 seven like there is with a group. Mm. With a collective, you can get away with not doing as much because you're not a group. You're not tied together in that respect. So in that respect, I guess they were never meant to be. Yeah. They were only supposed to be a collective that came together for a little bit yeah. and went their separate ways. I see Retro Scorcher a lot together playing football. Because mm. we used to go to Northampton Park to kick ball and they used to always be together. Mm. They should have given us a lot more music. Why didn't you tell them to make more music? I don't know, man. I was in like, yeah, eight, I mean, nine. You, yeah, you hear to the streets? Hey, man, I did teacher training day, came out about year 10. I don't know why he didn't. If so do you think as a collective, they have a legacy? I think it's... It, <laughs> Beef and Wiley. I think they do, but I think it's a, if you know, you know type thing, if that makes mm. sense. I don't think they've got an outer legacy in terms of UK rap or UK hip hop. But I think if if you know who they were, mm. they're forever gonna have a legacy on you. But if they decided today, yo lads, we're, we're dropping something. I think people want to tune in. I think people get excited. I think, and I think it'll be on, I think it will, like Trench will cover it, Complex will cover it. I think it will be a thing. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a, no one cares. I think yeah. it'll definitely be a thing and you'll yeah. see it in the covers of everywhere. Yeah. Um, but we're never gonna get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I hear that. No. Um, friend to the show, Jesse Bernard, he uh, wrote an article about the, the movement actually on Oh, I was reading that when um, we kind of talk about the topic. I'm trying to find it. I think I've got it up on my phone, you know. But yeah, he he basically called them like the, the super group that never that never was basically. Yeah. Um, pretty much for the same reasons that we, uh, oh, there you go. Thank you, bro. No worries. Um, I did my research. Yes. Oh, Tempo Specialist. I didn't realize. 
Um, I'll just uh, read the last paragraph. After years of frustration, the profile they had raised as a collective unit. So three of five heard regularly on radio still to this day. While they may not have been, while that may have not been the goal for others, the movement was a point in time where a group of talented individuals embraced collectivism ahead of personal game, if only for a brief moment. So I guess it was only ever meant to be brief. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's what supergroups are, isn't it? LeBron wasn't going to spend in Miami his whole career. He came, conquered, went home. Yeah, I think that's how you view them. They weren't meant to be stay together forever. Yeah, they came in, they yeah. and they're respective as a collective and individually. And they got two of the top five UK goals. Mm. That's big. In one collective, two of the top five. One. That's Rich and gets our top five. Get this. You're such a hate. <laughs> you honestly mean that? Rich ain't in your top five? No. All jokes said? No. Rich is not in your top five UK. No. That's surprising though. Oh my God. I don't know he's, if you're trolling right now. He's I don't. To, I he's don't not in my don't. top five. Rich free too. He's not in my top five. <laughs> Jermaine. Do you want to keep... Can I'll, you just say he's in the top five? Can you reel it off quickly? Can you reel off your top five quickly? My top five? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Skep, Dizzy, Getz, Kane. I struggle with the fifth one, but oh. it's definitely not Rich. Probably like uh, J-Hus? Nah. Either Wiley, Cass is dead, or... Or J-Hus, actually. I feel like you're trolling me. One I'm, I'm not one I'm not trolling you. I'm not trolling you. I'm dead. I'm dead serious. Legit. And you know what it is? I said on the first episode of this pod that he was. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I don't know why I said. Are you that. actually fishing? Or are you being one? Why do you keep fast? asking me that? Because I'm, I'm being. For you know real. you. I don't know if you know. His I'm so being awful. for real. Do you think he's being? I'm being for real. For real. No, I think he's being. I'm being for real, bro. Now, now I think he's being for real. No, because you know I don't think he's being serious. Why? I said he goes. I don't know who's fifth. Then he ruled off four people's names. That's not <laughs> Red Free Two. That means Red Free Two is like ninth in his list. He's top 10, for sure. What are we doing here? A whole Rich 3-2. Yeah, but that's- That's, that's all right, though. list, though, man. No, there's something wrong with that list. Wait, is that an objective list or your personal five? Personal. Okay, well, I'm saying objectively. objectively. I'm saying objectively. Five. Lyrically? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> we have to talk about that. Oh, I meant objectively. This is we'll, just- we'll, objective. have, we'll, have to talk, we'll have to talk about that. Objectively- We'll talk about that. I, well, the movement's legacy, in my opinion, is objectively, they've got two of the top five yeah. UK rappers ever, which is phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would like more respect on Merck's than his name, though. I don't, I don't think people realize how. I'd rather Scorcher get that. Scorch deserves it too. I think Scorcher deserves Scorch it. Scorch deserves I think they both do, for sure. Bro, I used to rap Scorcher's butt. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. They both do. But, Mer but Merck's Tim, for me, he was always quite special. He was always special to me. I, don't, I never thought he got his just due. Devlin was the only one I never listened to. I listened to all of them, but Devlin, yeah. I never used to tune in for. I think out of all of them, if we keep, I think out of all of them, if we keep it a buck, Merck's might be the most complete as far as um, like being a barra, being able to make songs for the girls and just the overall artistry. But obviously, I mean, he had legal issues as well, so that derailed his career. But I think because of that, yeah, he weren't really getting his justice. Scorcher was the one that destined to go furthest. Yeah. yeah. He could buy- That Dark Knight era, look, it was Everything, different. man. He was set yeah. to go. Simply the best volume one, yeah. simply the best volume two. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it. I thought Scorcher was going to be the one. I thought he was going to be the one. I didn't think Wretch was going to be as good as he ended up being. Was that? I didn't think Wretch was going to be as good as he ended up being. Because I thought Scorch was the one. Wretch was my- bro, After Teacher Training Day came out to 2006, seven, which would be a 10 year 11. As soon as that tape came out, I was done. I was late on them, Wretch. It was done. I came into Wretch um, retrospective. Oh, for real? Yeah, no, yeah. I caught I, I, I caught Teacher's Training Day because yeah. it was in Tottenham as well, innit? Mm. I remember one of my boys had it and he played it in his yard. I'll never forget Aaron. Played it in his house. Yeah, 10. Mm. Oh, we went crazy. Yeah. Burned it quick. Went to my house. <laughs> you don't know the half about my life. Apart me. Good memories with you. How many I'm you a so cool kid. Born in March 1985. People don't know that. People don't know that. That's Wretch. Yeah. My life. Teacher's Training Day. <laughs> Tottenham Oracle. Can I say Muhammad that? Yusuf. Second song on the album. If I get that right, I'm crazy. 
Tottenham Almanac. Mohamed Yusuf. Almanac. Yes. You're, Peter's the R&B Almanac. You're the Tottenham Almanac. <laughs> and I'm the alt Almanac. Huh? Hey, Clearly. Yeah. Underground Almanac. It works. But yeah, man, shout out to the movement. Shout out to Merkston, Retch 3-2, Getz, Devlin, and Scorcher. Your reign, even if it was brief, will never be forgotten. All right, guys, we're now going to move on to the final topic, the fun topic. Now, following on from our last episode where we named the best US hip-hop producer alive every year since 1990, I set us a challenge to basically do the same thing for the UK, (laughs) starting from the year 2000. And we're here. Um, Now, what we're going to do is we're basically going to do the same thing, same format where we name each year. Uh, We're not following an article or anything. This is literally off the dome and what we've decided. And we're going to go through every year from 2000 to 2021. And this should be very, very fun. Um, <laughs> pre-pod, uh, Mo let us know, and Peter, to be fair, to a lesser degree, let us know how struggling they were. Um, so this should be fun. That's an understatement of all understatements. Jeez. We are right, big. Cool. That shows how young we are in the game, by the way. Side, side note. What do you mean? That is, it was so difficult to find producers in 2000s. I suppose. Do you know yeah. what I mean? We were like eight. Yeah. yeah. Like Peter would have been bored. If we'd done that American to 75 to 2020, he, he would have done it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you would have. I don't know why you look at me like nah. that. You wouldn't have. Nah, that joke was funny last week, isn't it? <laughs> oh, so you're not old head anymore. Nah, All right, we move on, we move on, we move on. My fault, my fault. All right, we're going to start with the year 2000. Um, so I <laughs> I had Mega Man and um, Oxide and Neutrino. Mm. Uh, Mega Man did Oh No by So Sort of Crew and Oxide and Neutrino did Bound for the Reload. I agree. I agree. with that. Yep, I agree. Yeah, Who did you have, Mo? <laughs> no one. No one? Who did you have, P? Yeah, I had Mega Man. Okay, cool. I got Mega Man in the old one as well, though. Yeah. Cool. All right. 2001 then. I had Mega Man as well for the uh, for the They Don't Know album by Soul Solid Crew. Yeah. Um, is that a full house? Yeah. yeah. Mega Man and G-Man. Yeah. G-Man as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Shout out to G-Man. Um, 2002. Um, the birth of Grime. Well, people say that Grime was born in 2001, but it really took effect in 2002. Um, who did you guys have? For uh, Wiley. Wiley. Yeah. For Esky Beat. Um, mm. Yeah, man. Creating Grime in itself. Yeah, man. You've got to give him that. It's yours. Yeah, that year he was on crud, didn't it? I hear that. I had a tie. I had Wiley and also had Mike Skinner. Oh, okay. For original pirate material by The Streets. Okay. He produced that whole album, so yeah. I can't not give that to him. Yeah. Um, I had that there, but I never used to listen to The Streets, so I took it off. Mm. <laughs> should listen to original pirate material, though. For real? 100%. Check it out, check it Great out. Great album. Um, and special shout outs to Danny Weed for producing Creeper mm. and Musical Mob for producing Post X as well. Yeah, big up Danny Weed. Damn, I ain't heard that name in time. Precisely, man. Precisely. Listen, Grime Originators for sure. To them. 2003 now. Um, full House. <laughs> I gave it to Dizzy. Yeah, full House. That's Boy in the like, Corner, yeah. Pretty simple, man. Yeah. Dizzy Rascal for Boy in the Corner as well. I know he had a couple of co-productions with other people helping. But he had the crux of it, innit? Yeah, he had the crux of it. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. Shout out Dizzy. 2004 now. Um, who'd you guys have? Um, I had Wiley because of Treading on Finance, but also Mike Skinner, purely for Blinded by the Lights. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, that was amazing. Fit what you know as well, dry your eyes. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, Very hell good. of a year, man. Okay, that makes sense. I struggled on that year, but I see why. I had Wiley as well, yeah. Treading on Thin Ice. Yeah. Um, just the, the actual song, Treading on Thin Ice. Yeah. Stupid. Very, very stupid. Um, 2005 now. Did you have? I had Rapid from mm. Rap Squad mm. um, for Guns N' Roses Volume 1. Mm. Who'd you guys have? I had Da Vinci, man, for P's and Q's. <laughs> I just don't For that one song? Yeah, there just wasn't a better song. Doesn't that go against what you said last week? But that, that was the best beat of the year. 
I'll give you that. No one made a better song than that. And that's arguably top five grand songs ever. Dancing. I'm not <laughs> dancing though. <laughs> no, I'm, I ain't dancing. This guy, I'm look like Michael, this guy look like Michael Jackson. What do you mean, thriller, guy, guy look like Michael Jackson at Thriller right now, but I respect it. No, I respect you. I respect you. I respect you. Bro, what do we judge our producers of beats, right? Yep. Okay then. I if you make the best beat of the year, arguably top five grand songs ever, what? I'll be honest with you. Peter got me. I'll give it to the bitch as well. And he gave us brown eyes. I'll give it yeah, to the nah, man. Well. Full back, man. I'll give it to the Big up Prince Rapid, though. That's my favorite UK producer. <laughs> oh, man. Honorable mention to Da Vinci, though, because uh, he did produce P's and Q's, one of the great, greatest great shows go. of all time. Um, that's not what you said last week. That's cool. <laughs> um, cool. 2006 now. I had Wiley um, for his Tunnel Vision series. He just dropped a bag of mixtapes that year. Mm. And I also had an honorable mention to JME for Serious. Okay. I had Prince Rapid for Guns N' Roses Volume 2. And an honorable mention was Wiley. See, I had Jamie, but I also had Mark Ronson because he's done Back to Black. And but, it's of the UK. But Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Amy Winehouse, the rapper. Hey. <laughs> Isn't it? I was struggling. I don't know what, what you guys want me to do. I was struggling. You might have to like this wasn't it. This wasn't an easy task. <laughs> you might didn't give me a task that's very easy. What 92? I'll reel it off like that right now in America <laughs> off the top of my head. Well, we're trying to take this to the next level, bro. I hear you. Bro. No, you also honorable up. mention to Sway for This Is My Demo. Oh, that's good. Did he produce that? Yeah, most of it. Yeah, Little Derek, Up Your Speed. Yeah, man. Sweet. Salute to Sway. Yeah, that's dope. Didn't even know that. Cool. Fun fact. All right. 2007. I had a tie, uh, but I'll let you guys go first. Mo, who you got? Skepta. For Greatest Hits. Okay. Yeah, I had Skepta too. I had Skepta for Greatest yeah. Hits. Yep. I had Skepta for Greatest Hits. And I also had Rebound X for Rhythm and Gash. Okay. okay. Rhythm and Gash. Like, Great show. still gets a reload even to this day. So, uh, yeah. I think that's the like one of the biggest examples of like you being like the producer of you of, of the strength of like one song. And it's just a beat and one like girl just all, all over it. So, <laughs> you know, salute to Rebound X, wherever the hell you are, because no one can find you. 2008, I had a tie as well. Mm. I had Boom Productions for their work on Giggs' Walk in the Park. And I also had Plastician for Intensive Snare with Skepta. I had um, Prince Rapid for top three selected. I don't think there was a harder song that year. <laughs> and I had Boom Productions as well. Do you know I'm laughing? Do you know I'm laughing? Because generally, I thought you was going to go against doing one song a year. What do you mean? Because that's what you was against. Yeah, but bro, look at the songs that I'm picking though. What's top three selected? <laughs> top three selected is probably top, might be top 10. What are you talking about, bro? I hear you. I hear you. Don't piss me off, bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's that anger coming <laughs> from, brother man, bro. brother man, brother man? Um, you were here, you, Jake, you were here as well. Yeah. Yo, thank you. you was here, right? Well, what did I, what did I say? Here, right? What did I say? Jake. I don't understand. You was here last week. What did I say? Drake's, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. What did I say? Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. Who did you have, Mo? I had it blank. I'll be honest with you, I struggled. So wait, this guy's yapping here and he had it blank. <laughs> all right, cool. You had it blank. So we're going to put Boom Productions in there for Yes. Me. Cool. All right, then. 2009. Um, Mohammed, who did you have for 2009? This was a dark year. This was like the beginning of a very dark <laughs> time in the yeah. UK, man. This, yes, this, this coincided this with the, uh, why, the change of the music. Yeah, this is when I honestly became a black moon and I struggled. It's like hearing like Tayo Cruz yeah. and that man. And I was oh skeptical here, but days. I don't remember why. I, I think he put, I, I forgot to put the reason why. You like, dropped microphone champion. That's why I did. That's why I done Skeptor, but I did put Skeptor in here. But I'll be honest with you, after this year, guys, <laughs> I just want the audience to be aware. There's going to be a four year period. <laughs> Our strong free. Can we just get to watch oh, your brothers on the ropes? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not going to hear nothing from you. Hey, I'm going to be on the ropes. For you. Ropes. Pete, who'd you have for 2009? I had Skep. Skep? Yeah. I had Darky Freaker mm. for Temper T's Next Hype. Okay. Like, yeah, big up Darky Freaker. Da yeah, big up Darky Freaker. Like, big up Darky Freaker. Very, very big song. Very, very big tune. But 
Shout out to Skep as well. I didn't even think of Skep. Right, 2010. <laughs> I had Labyrinth. I had Labyrinth as well. <laughs> Off the strength of Pass Out yeah. by Tiny and Frisky by Tiny as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, you didn't have anybody. Hey man. Cool. Um, <laughs> we'll move on then. Wait, you gave it to Labyrinth off the pot. Oh, pass out through. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Like, he was definitely the hottest man. Yeah, I'm, for sure. I can see the dark cloud yeah. coming because that period there. Hold on, I ain't gonna lie. I don't like you man's energy. I'm, I'm still like you know. The, <laughs> I mean, what you man was saying previously, like I'm still, I'm bothered by it in it. But let me just like explain something, can it? What you have to understand, yeah. Is that like our scene and the US scene is not the same in it? Unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> we have to understand. Unfortunately, we didn't have as many like albums as the US in it, so it's a lot easier over there the to asterisk. like to judge producers based on bodies of work Look at as the opposed to here. I'm just saying though, so yeah, I just wanted to let that be known in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was bad, bro. Oh, I, oh, I, I, I didn't like it, man. P was bad. I didn't like it. Yo, do you know how P was bad? It's not like him, yeah. Yo, P left it alone. He went through two more rounds. Now, nah, hang on a minute, man. I'm going yeah, to get nah, my chest. Get my Listeners chest, and everybody watching, I urge you to go back to the last episode. Skip to about, what, an hour and a half in when we finish the topic about best hip-hop producers and hear what this guy's got to say. Previously on the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast. But sometimes you can't deny just how impactful one single is. And that is what can jettison someone right. to being a producer of the year. It's the other way around for me. I was just about to say that. I'm, Soundwave, I'm always gonna Soundwave albums, is- man. Listen, man. We'll let the people decide, innit? Listen, man. We'll let, we'll let the people decide. Whatever, man. We'll let the people decide. We'll do a side-by-side side video. Moving swiftly on then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. do it. We should definitely yeah, do, do that. We'll definitely <laughs> do that. Side-by-side side video. See the way he barked at me for saying something he said last week. Well, what do I know? Whatever, man. <laughs> Moving swiftly on then to 2011. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, another, another mad year. I had Teddy Music. For um, the power remix, Need for Bills was power remix. Uh, yeah. Oh, you didn't have anybody. Nah, it was a dark time, man. It was a blackout. These were the blackout years. Yeah, this was definitely was like the darkest time. Yeah, lockdown. I, yeah, I don't have bro. Wow. I tried. I tried. Bro, this is similar to I when tried. like Europe was uncivilized wow. and then the Moors came through and civilized. Cause you they, know how they brought showers. You know how no Yemi. They brought brother. universities. <laughs> This was like the time they where like universes. this is like when the UK oh. scene was just completely done. The scene, the scene was done. You know how no Yemi struggled. God. This guy gave it to one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know exactly. He gave it to someone that produced a power remix. That's how no Yemi struggled. <laughs> no, it was definitely a struggle. Yeah, listen, you know, but say one single. Let's go. Listen, <laughs> listen, I feel that every year. But as much as it was a struggle for you, it was a struggle for me yeah, as well. Yeah, like, this is difficult. Trust it's me, difficult. it was definitely a struggle. There were some years I was just like, you know what? We're not going to move on to the year that I struggled with the least, the most. What? 2012. 2012. Yeah. 2012 was a struggle. Like we were really in the trenches, in the doldrums. Oh, no, honestly, there was a dark age. There was a dark age of UK. Dark, dark age, age of UK. <laughs> you might. Dark. Oh so, my god. Let me just get my one out of the way. Go on. So Plan B. You know Plan B. Yeah. I know. Dropped an album called Ill Manners, and it was produced by a guy called Al Shucks. Mm. So I gave it to him. Shucks. I also gave it to everyone that produced on Skepta's mixtape Blacklisted. That's Matthew Walker, Nisha, JME, Jules, Ralph Hardy, Thomas Meller, and Raph Riley. Okay. Okay. Do you guys have anybody? Blackout. Blackout. Short in season. <laughs> oh, yo, this is, I can't lie to you. That's the stadium's empty right now, fam. Yeah. I was, oof. Who are you? Oof. All right, cool. Well, hope, well, I think we've passed the, uh, the, the dark times now. Now we're going to move have on we? to- Have we? 2013. Who did you have for 13? The Heavy Trackers for German Whip. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Ready and done, German whip. I thought that too, but I, I didn't want to give it to him. Sense. That makes sense. Why not? <sighs> I just don't know if it was Who'd enough. Who'd you give it to? For German whip, was it enough? I don't know, man. Who'd you give it to? Wow. That, I don't think that beat was that tough. I mean, 
It was the biggest Personally, hit, you know? it was the biggest tune. Yeah, the biggest we can't hit, escape yeah. it. It was biggest. that more than anything. I mean, we've spoken about it in the pod. Like mm. that was the rebirth of Grimes. So you, I think you have to give it to him. Who'd you give it to? I didn't give it to anyone. A blackout. Also, you don't even want to give it to him. No, I'll get. He was the person I was going to give oh. to if I had to, but. I'd, uh. I mean, objectively, I know what it done, but personally, I didn't, it didn't really hit for me like that. That's fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. 2014 then. Um, this might be a full house, but what did you guys have? My blackout ends in 2015. Oh, wow. Yeah, really? My, yeah, my blackout Same. ends in 2015. Skepta. That's not me? Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Was that that year? I didn't yeah. know that was that okay. year. Damn. Because my blackout ends in 2015. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, 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 so I'm with yeah. you. Fair enough. Ah, cool. Yeah, well, I had Skepta for that's not me. We can, we can give it to Skepta. We give it, that's a full house. Yeah, I think we can give it to Skepta. He's had quite a few, innit? Yeah. I think he's about to have a few more. Well, few. at least for me anyway. He's going to have a couple more. All right, 2015. I'll start with you, Mo, because that's where your blackout. I ends. went with Swiffer because he done Man Don't Care yeah. and Wheel Up from Made in the Manor. Mm. So I, I gave it to Swiffer as well. Yeah. I hear that. I gave it to Skepta. Oh. And Swifter. Okay. Um, Skepta was kind of just everywhere. He was doing a lot. Like, even if he wasn't doing like big, big singles, he was doing like, he did, um, he hopped on the Jumpman thing. I know that's not his production, but he was just doing a lot production wise. And it was around the time when he was like properly bubbling up before the album. So I gave it to him for that. And Swifter beat I gave for Man Don't Care. And I also gave honorable mentions to Zeph Ellis, AKA Dot Rotten, mm. for the Garish Skank freestyle beat, which is named something else, but it's in like Roman numerals. I gave it to Sir Spyro as well. Oh, he did a song uh, with Big H and a couple others, side by side. And I also gave it to friend of the show, Rags Original for Shutdown. Yeah, I skeptical. Honorable mention for sure. Cool. 2016 then. I've got Skepta. Skepta? Yep. I've got Skepta as well. Yeah, I've got Skepta. Very clearly. Did. And I gave an honorable mention to Mo's best friend, Steel Bangles, <laughs> for, for Mist's Carla's Back. Hey. I gave an honorable mention to Frazier T. Smith for T-shirt weather in a manner on Kano's album. I really, really love that beat. Um, and also Swifter for three wheel-ups. For you. For you. Not mad at that at all. Cool. Now we're reaching more comfortable territory now. <laughs> um, we're now on 2017. Around a time when, you know, this thing was bubbling up. UK, Look. we could finally hold our heads up and all that good stuff outside of Graham. Mohammed, who did you have for 2017? Um, let me 2017. Sorry, I've got a blank. I'm just trying to load it up now. I mean, I already know who you got. Jay Huss. No, I don't have anyone for 2017. I think I have. Yeah, no, blank. You ain't got no one for 2017? No, J5, I'm bugging. <laughs> but I put Huss's name there instead, so it's a bit confusing. Mm. I've got J5, sorry. I was going to say. Yeah, do you know it was? Huss's name was there, so I'm reading it. I'm like, no, nah, this don't make sense. Mm. But I think I was meant to put J5. Yes, and I had J5 as well. He's got a few more coming. Yeah. J5 too. J5 as well. I gave an honorable mention to Still Bangles again for Fisherman from J Huss's album, yeah. Common Sense. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 2018, I had Novelist. Same. Um, for his debut album, Novelist Guy. Um, Novelist generally is just one of the most underrated, not just artists, but producers in the game. Like, grime, drill, all of it. Like, he can do it all. So, shout out to Novelist. Who do you have one? Um, blank, but I'll give it to Novelist. <laughs> cool. Sorry, I tried. This one, it gets easy though. This one's pretty simple for me, 2019. And it's off one song. Go on then. I gave it to Jay Huss, just off location. J5, you mean? J5, what am I wrong with you? <laughs> I said that like four or five times. So I gave it to J5, just mm. bait. You know that one song that you didn't think that you, you thought last, but you think this, yeah, same thing. So I gave it to him that based off location. <laughs> Sorry. I was completely unnecessary. I gave it to him based off location. I gave it to J5, but off the strength of options. Oh, T on, for real? T, T on an NSG. I gave it to him based off 
Yeah. Well, I didn't. I, I forgot about location, yeah. but location options. Yeah. yeah. I gave it to Inflow. What do you do? Based on gray area and salt. Fair news. Mm. It makes sense now. No, but we're now on the projects with Pete. <laughs> we're, 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 we're past the singles. I also gave an honourable mention to Quez Darko for his work on Slow Ties. Nothing great about Britain. Okay, 2020. Pete, who did you have for 2020? J5. J5. Cool. Honourable mention to Inflow as well. Obviously. For Clear Souls projects. Obviously. Yeah. Clear Souls, the rapper. Uh, Mohammed. Full house. I had J5 as well for Big Conspiracy. I also gave an honourable mention to M1 on the beat for the only U freestyle, Heady One and Drake. Oh, fair enough. That's a good track. Yes. Okay. And we've now reached the final year, 2021. Probably the one I'm going to agree with Pete the most. Um, I had Inflow for Little Sims. Yeah. You had Inflow as well? Yep. You had Inflow as well? Yep, Little Sims. Oh, lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. All right, cool. Well... <laughs> That's that then. Oof, that was a struggle. Was it? Yeah, man. Was it easy? It was a str- actually, it was, was, it was definitely a struggle. Yeah, it was. Do you know what it is? It's just because it's so new. And Google, like, even when you're trying to Google certain producers, oh, it was difficult, man. Mm. It was difficult. Yeah, I mean, I think Google's not our friend in that respect because, nah. you know, a lot of the stuff that was going on, especially with the UK stuff, was so underground. There's no real record of it. So, like, are we, I don't mean to cut you off. So, are we saying we're better than Google when it comes to UK rap? <laughs> I mean, pretty much. <laughs> Yes, because we, we lived it. We went through it, you know what I mean? Hey, Unless you're going to go through like Rewind Mag forums and all those kind of like, you know, grime spot, for those blog spots from back in the day and stuff. You're not going to really know the essence like from an online standpoint. You kind of had to live it sort of thing. But this did let me know that, you know, from 2000 to 2021, we have seen like shifts sonically. Like where like we start with Mega Man, we've ended with Inflow. You can see the differences, you know, garage to like all encompassing rap and whatever Inflow wants to do any particular day really. Um, Via, Wiley, Skepta, you know, all these people. It kind of just shows how wide ranging and how varied the scene has been. Even if it was difficult to find who was actually doing bits. So uh, all I've got to say is salute all those people, man. Like hey, man. they've done their thing. And UK producers generally, man, they need more flowers. So you know what this, all the UK producers. You know what this, this shows me? Mm-hmm. When we're just talking about UK GOAT, all a compass, just the word GOAT, it's never been more evident than that Skepta. Mm-hmm. This okay. guy won like 25% of the producers awards the, the year that we think, and then on top of what you've given us, mm-hmm. rapping as well. Mm-hmm. That just proved- I'm not mad at that. Hey man. I'm you know what I mean? That. I think he's the GOAT producer, for sure. Yeah. And on top of what, he's already top five rapper. I think. Him and Wiley. All a compass. He's top five that we've ever had. Mm. Whichever you, just artists that we've had. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's top five. He's top oh, two. Sorry, he's the best to me. Top two, probably. Yeah. Top two. Even if, you know, he doesn't necessarily have the bars, he's got everything else. Hey, man. So, and he's got the accolades as well. Mm. So, you kind of can't deny him that. Hey, man. So I put Wiley in the top producer's uh, category as well. Yeah, yeah can't argue that, really. Exactly. J5. J5. J5, the 100%. Okay. Well, I mean, since we're here. Yeah. Um, so, Skep. Wiley, J5, you, you put Inflow in the top five? Yeah. Based on Little Sims. All time. Yeah. I don't think the, I don't think it's. I if don't he continues it's, what he's doing. Yeah. Because I don't, I think. It, well, not, to be fair, I mean. I don't he, think the list is dramatically hard, hard to get. Not saying obviously the man ain't talented, mm. but our producer's list isn't as hard to get into. But also he's I mean? been active as long as J5 has. Yeah. And J5's in the top five. So, so we've got to give it to him. I'm not necessarily mad at that. So who's, who's taking that fifth spot? Let me look at my list again. You got. 
Give up Prince Rapid. Good shout. Not top five for me, but uh-huh. I feel you. Let me see what I got on my list. I think that top five is still up for grabs. Mm. I think. Yeah, because after that, it's Dizzy's won it a couple of times. Mega Man. Mega Man's won it a couple of times. So let's see what I put Dizzy there, but it's been 20 years. Yeah, it's still up for grabs, I think. Yeah. It's still there for the next producer to kind of grab it. But um, listen, let us know, listeners, who you think the GOAT UK producer is. Let us know who you think, you know, the greatest artist is. They're kids, the UK. man. We're going to go with J5. I mean, that's not all our audience, sir. That's true. But we do have old heads like Pete listening. We have <laughs> middleman like you. Middleman like me sometimes. Hey, man, I appreciate so, it. So, you know, hey. let us know who you think the GOAT producer was. Um, and on that note, we're going to sign off here. So thank you, everybody, for listening, tuning in and all that good stuff. Um, Mo P, any shout-outs you want to make before we head out? Inflow. Big up Inflow. Shout-out to Inflow. What award did he win recently? Um, he won an award or was he nominated? Yeah, I think he might have been nominated then. He received some kind of recognition from some awards. Um, you know, forgive us for not remembering, but shout out to Inflow for sure. Inflow. I don't know what to shout out. Yeah, of course. Everyone that's fasting, Charlie goes well. Hear you. Yeah, shout out to everybody observing Ramadan as well, once again. Um, shout out to everybody just doing their thing, man. Rappers, producers, you know, all that good stuff. You know, you're contributing, especially in the UK, you're contributing to something great. So uh, carry on doing your thing, man. Shout out to Known T as well for, mm. you know, being in Beer's video, just all there for no reason mm. um <laughs> and just shout out the listeners as well uh, and the viewers uh, always and forever all right we're now gonna sign off so until next time stay safe stay blessed and peace <laughs>